right? So thank you for joining us. I'm gonna get right into the topic because we have so much to do. And of course, you know, you can watch this later uh, this week. Or you can listen to this uh, while you're uh, running, while you're in the car, or just at home doing chores, or in the office uh, kind of catching up, okay? So this is episode 40 of Youthology Live, and we're dealing with the topic, developing a youth leadership job description. Developing a youth leadership job description. So what I'm excited about with this, uh, with this cast here uh, this week is that oftentimes it, just the success factor in your, in, in your uh, leadership is so easy. It really is because I know that most of you work really hard at uh, your skill set and your, your competencies that God has given you and the talents and the gifts that God has given you. Most of us work really hard at developing that and we develop our character. We, we do. We develop our character and we're in this for the right reasons. So I think sometimes success is just a, a one or two little things away. One of those things, I believe, is clarity. Knowing what it means to win. Okay, so enter the job description. I think oftentimes if we just knew what the win was, we would be much more successful. We would feel more fulfilled in youth ministry. I really believe that. So I'm going to help you write a job description. This is, this is going to be good. This will be really uh, fun, a little creative here. And what I did is pulled several job descriptions from leaders that I know of around the country. I've, I've asked in the last few weeks to get their job descriptions and what, what, are they, what does it look like uh, with their tasks and the things they do. And so I'm going to give you a breakdown of those. I kind of put those all together the last few days, and um, I'm, going to give the, I'm going to give this template to you. And you'll be able to look at the template also at youthology.com, okay? And if you're interested, send me an uh, email, and I'll send it to you also. But if you're taking notes, here's how it goes. So the number one thing that you need on a, on a youth ministry, youth leadership job description is your vision or your mission or your philosophy statement. You call it what you want. I know there's differences between those. So I'm going to let you decide what you call that. But it is basically the statement of why you are doing this. It's the why to youth leadership. So I'm going to read you mine, okay? I did this many, many years ago, and it's just something that uh, meant a lot to me. And so I want to read this to you. This is what we're looking for. We're looking for one sentence, okay? Nothing real big. At the most, two sentences if you get into a philosophy, but th this is mine. I will lead my family and teenagers to Christ through my radical lifestyle of love, prayer, worship, and preaching. I will lead my family, that's my first win, I will lead my family and teenagers to Christ uh, through my radical, okay, I love that word, uh, you, you want there to be flowery language in your job description, through my radical lifestyle, lifestyle of love and prayer, worship, and preaching and those four things are what we did in youth ministry we've talked about this before and you can go on to to the blog at the website and you can see the different kinds of things that made up our youth service but everything we did as a youth ministry was wrapped around those four things you could talk to the students who went through our youth ministry and they would say number one they loved us that's why we kept going back number two they taught us how to pray we had prayer meetings every single week in youth ministry okay 
Uh, number, number three was worship. Man, we love to worship. And our youth ministry was known for its worship. And then finally, preaching. And I would call that teaching, theology, small groups. We did small groups 35 years ago, right? So, because that was a passion, theology was a passion of mine. If I didn't do anything else other than those four things, I was a success. And, you know, to be honest, they're probably in, in order in my mind. I wanted to love on teenagers like nobody else loved on teenagers. I wanted to teach my students how to pray. If my students left our youth ministry and didn't know how to pray, I failed them. And worship, I wanted them to, I wanted them to have their heart given to God, completely over to God, right? And then, finally, theology, understanding a few of those basic things. So, okay, the second thing in a uh, youth leadership job description is your own personal life disciplines, okay? The, um, identifying a philosophy first, vision, mission statement first, and then what is my own personal life disciplines as the leader? Because healthy youth leaders build healthy youth ministry, okay? Say that with me, say that with me, okay? On the, on the other end, right there. While you're listening, while you're watching, while you're reading, say it with me. Healthy youth leaders build healthy youth ministry. So this is what I put down. These are just some of the disciplines that, that I put down that were important to me. Okay, you, you can have your own, all right? And you can put those down, but this is what I put down. Um, prayer, worship, fasting, giving, encouragement, encouragement, and prophecy. I wanted those disciplines to be a part of my life. You might choose administration. You might choose service. You might choose hospitality, you know, uh, miracles, signs, you know, whatever, what, whatever that is. What are the disciplines that are going to be in your life? So th th those were mine, and maybe you can create your own. All right. The third part of the job description that, that I had, and I'm reading right off mine, okay, as I've put th this together from others, what others are doing, and then uh, the, the, my specific job description. No number three was love. Now, that doesn't sound like a job description, does it? Maybe not for you, but it was for me. When God called me to youth ministry, he called me to youth ministry for life. And I had to solve problems along the way and reinvent myself along the way. But the one thing that I decided that I was going to do better than anyone else in youth ministry, listen, some youth ministries might have been more organized than I was. Some youth ministries might have been on the campus, but, uh, not many, on the campus more than I was. Some youth ministries were really good at games. Uh, there were a lot of youth ministries that were better at games than, than we were. But I'll tell you what, there was one thing that, we, that nobody was going to outdo us in, and that was loving teenagers. Nobody was going to love teenagers better than we did. And so I made that as a characteristic trait of my youth leader job description. It's right there. You'll see it when I, when it, when I post it this week. I wanted people to know that when they showed up at our youth ministry, they were going to be loved. I think that's something that's been broken down in our world. Students are, are conditionally loved and we wanted to unconditionally love them, okay? All right, so that, that's uh, three. No, number four, I wanted to have a presence-based ministry, okay? A presence-based, listen, I know it's popular right now to have program-based ministries. And I know all the conferences that talk about those and spend as they, they spend probably more time. I've been to the conferences and I know about these. 
They spend more time in the programs of the youth ministry than they do the disciplines and the presence part of youth ministry. And it's the cheapest. It's the easiest for everyone can do it. L let me explain what I mean by presence-based youth ministry. You saw those four, those four characteristic traits in, uh, in my um, uh, philosophy. Let me go over those again. Love, prayer, worship, and preaching. I know those can be programs too. I can put together systems and structures, and we have to. Arguably, the greatest miracle Jesus ever did. He did the feeding of the 5,000. He did with the gift of administration. So I get structure. This is not a knock on structure. What I'm saying is we've swung the pendulum away from that and we've lost a presence-based youth ministry. And what I mean by that is this, where the presence of God is the priority. No matter what we do, I'm going to, as a leader, I'm going to spend more time in his presence than I am on programs. I'm going to spend more time personally disciplined in his presence so that I can corporately lead the youth ministry in his presence. So what does that look like? That, let me just read this to you because this is right out of my job description. As a presence-based youth ministry, the spiritual formation and theology of the youth ministry will take place through preaching and teaching of biblical principles through loving relationships, the youth service, small groups, outreach, and discipleship structures. So the point of all of the structures is to get us to the presence, to get us to the Bible, to get us to theology, because we have way too much meology in youth ministry, where it's telling stories and showing videos and entertaining kids and not enough theology. Listen, I think you know, I'm in a different setting, in a different city, in a different church every week. Small, medium, large. Rural, suburban, urban. I see it all. I, every week, I see the good, the bad, the ugly, right, as they say. And it's, it's a university of education for me to, to be in different youth ministries every week. And I'm telling you, there is a major move away from presence-based youth ministry into program-based youth ministry. And we're raising a generation of teenagers in the church who don't even know that God's not in the room. They wouldn't know if he left. They, they've not seen a miracle. They've not seen a demonstration of the spirit. So I really believe we have to set our youth ministries up so that they become more presence-based than just structure. Okay? Yeah, yeah, uh, okay. Uh, let me go to the, the next one. Uh, number five, staff. Staff. What is the development of the team look like. We need, we need more time in developing and delegating team. Superman has a weakness. Super friends have no weakness. Iron Man has a weakness, but the Avengers, no weakness. When you put them all together, there's no weakness. And we have to start recruiting and retaining leaders that are different than me. Not all the same as me, some that challenge me, that, are, that think in the logical left side of the brain and that mathematical side, and then some who think in the right side, the creative and the relational. You know, to find midbrain leaders would be amazing, but there's not many midbrain people. And so we have to develop a team that thinks midbrain and leans right and leans left, right? So 
Uh, think that through steps. So let me read this to you. In developing the team, okay, in developing the team, total youth ministry success will depend upon the adult and student leadership team development. Okay, the adult and student leadership team development. So what I put in here is at the center of my ministry will be regular meetings, team discipleship, personal mentoring, recruiting, and retention of leaders. You'll see it all in the job description. We have to do more than recruiting. We have to retain them too. So in the job description, we want to talk about retention, how to keep them, those, those leaders. So uh, number five was, was team. No, number six uh, in building a youth leader job description is your relationship with the staff and the, the whole church, okay? Beginning with the lead pastor, the team that might be around you, however big or small that is, and then finally the, the congregation. We've gotta get away from that silo mentality in youth ministry where all the youth leader does is hang out with teenagers. You must understand the vision of the lead. That's where many of your frustrations are gonna be solved. When you have a, a, a great, healthy relationship with the lead pastor, um, where you have a healthy relationship with the deacons and the elders, you know, you want the budget that you want, right? That may come out of that relationship with leaders, right? Parents, wow, how many youth leaders have failed because they've not developed the relationship with the parents like they should have. And then finally, the congregation itself. And being, an all, being you know, some of us, we think so small, you know, that I'm just the youth leader, or I'm just the, uh, the children's pastor, or I'm just the worship leader. God's called you to pastor the whole church and to influence the whole church. And so that, that should be a part of the job description too. And then um, uh, one more. No, actually, I'm gonna give you two more, but I'm, I'm, I'm hustling. Uh, number seven is external commitments. Okay, this is the community involvement. The community involvement. External commitments with the, the school, with campus, with uh, parachurch, and NGOs, and different organizations like that that will help you minister to the entire city. Uh, other churches, in your relationship with other leaders, man, I wrote that into my job description because I wanted to make sure that I was with other leaders of other faith communities and attending the, you know, it written in the job description is attending the monthly minister's meeting, you know, that alliance or the, uh, the lunch with the youth pastors or whatever. Uh, I would extend that in the community, okay, uh, this external relationships area into your district involvement. There are so many resources at the district level and at your state level with your denomination that can help you get involved. And they have programming that's already set in place. For some of you that are, they have a difficult time planning an event, then you can get involved with all of the events, the, the seasonal events with the district youth, youth leadership, right? And then the last one is uh, organizational success. And that is the, the whole idea of programming, structure. You know how I talked about the presence-based part of it? But we cannot deny the, the organizational success that comes with organizing the structure and the systems, the attendance, the roster, event planning, all of that. Let me, let me read this to you. This is directly out of mind. For too long, youth ministry has had a reputation of being unorganized. And in most cases, that's been warranted. Every youth pastor should seek to develop a team of leaders with 
varied skills so that we can carry on an organized youth ministry, okay? So again, there are bullet points under these. I just don't have the time. You know, we've been moving for, we're already over 15 minutes already. So anyway, so welcome, welcome to Youthology Live and 12 minutes of learning and these short leadership videos. Hey, catch us this week. You can watch it right here on Facebook Live. You can see it, uh, us on all the socials and you can go to iTunes and, and listen to the podcast. Uh, it'll be up uh, sometime tomorrow. And then don't forget at youthology.com. Um, you, can, you can read the blog and you can copy all this and take it for yourself, use it with your leaders. And finally, ultimately, join us at our, youth, at, at our YouTube page. All of these 40 videos are up, uh, leadership videos are up on our YouTube page, okay? So, hey, have a great week. Thank you for joining us for just a few minutes of youth leadership development. And I'll see you again next week live as we tackle another subject with Youthology Live. Have a great week.